I thought that I was done with killing. Seems the killing isn't done with me. So, I reckon I'll be joining your little story. If you'd have me. Welcome to a very special episode of On the Path. We have another interview, our first one from Blood Origin. And here with us today is Mr. Hugh Novelli, who played Brother Death. How's it going today? Good afternoon. Thank you very much for having me. I'm very well, although I do have one complaint to make about this podcast already, uh -oh. if you don't mind. Uh -oh. And that's, that's that we're recording at 4 p.m. in the afternoon, British time. And I'm mid-30s now, mate, and this is like prime nap time for me. <laughs> You are you are buying into my nap time here. <laughs> this would be perfect pre-nap, I think. After yeah, this, get a cup of, cup of tea and a nap after this, you'll be absolutely, you'll be sorted. Yes, <laughs> there you go. We'll lull you into that lap, but lap into that nap. See, there you go. I've Not already lap, it, no. it took me took me what ninety seconds a minute to already have a misspeak. So I'm in my late thirties, okay, and it's in the morning. And I'm coming off a little bit of drinking as well. So that nap may be for me later. And I hope okay. I don't stumble over my words too much. But thank you very much for being here. Thank you for having me. Thank you. First question that I'll lead off with is always like preparing for this role. And what mm -hmm. I always do, especially with people that are fighting or having to do fight scenes, yeah. what was this workout regimen? Did they put you through something of their own? Is it something you all did together? Was anything on your own? Well, I mean, we had a couple of months before we started filming, and um, I think they kind of very um, subtly and politely remind you that you will be doing fight scenes and some of us will be topless and some of us <laughs> will be whatever. And I think you're made aware that uh, you should be getting into shape and you should be kind of, um, you know, so myself and Lawrence, we got ourselves uh, personal trainers and that kind of stuff. And we had a couple of months to kind of warm up for that. But uh, in terms of the, the the fights and stuff like that, I mean, you guys watched it. I mean, I didn't I didn't actually have that many fights in the end. Um, <laughs> but uh, so we we had a kind of a little preparation time with the with the fight coordinators to talk through with because i think what they were excellent at is talking to you about your character going into the fight scene so it wasn't just this is how we think it should be it was kind of how do you think your character would fight um so we we had a little bit of time talking about character and talking about how because obviously i fight with the two the two butchers cleavers as well which made things a little bit more interesting but um yeah so we had we had plenty of time to get to get in shape and, and 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 get a fight ready really yeah i think that was quite cool about this show is that obviously in the witcher we see a lot of sword fights but in this show yeah. there was a lot of unique weapons like yeah. i think ayla had her two more like handheld swords you had the axe the hammer gwen i thought it was so i thought that was really cool about this show yeah i, I gotta be honest when i first saw the butcher's cleavers i i instantly thought of um is it Raphael from from the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? Bites <laughs> <laughs> with those two kind of two daggers. I, I I kind of felt a little bit like that, but yeah, man, they they became part of me and part of my character for those months. Like I couldn't put them down. I absolutely loved. I loved the cleavers. Yeah. Did you get to keep any yeah, replica man. cleavers? You got them. Oh, hang on, hang on. Oh, that's so cool. Oh, that's awesome. God, that's quite scary, actually. Do you yeah. keep that in your house? <laughs> it's literally in my living room, yeah. <laughs> I just reached up and grabbed it right there. Yeah, man. I've got that. I've got that in my ears. Oh, so, very uh, good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's, I have that's always wanted to try the ears on. I think they look really cool. 
they are cool and and it's really weird because you you forget you've got them on because you can't feel them because they're so okay. light and and every now and then you'll just like you be you'll finish a take or whatever and you'll go into into the into the 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 change room or whatever and 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 sit down into your trailer and and catch yourself in the mirror and you'd be like oh fuck, what's that <laughs> oh yeah of course i've got i've got all this stuff on yeah especially yours were like chewed up on one side yeah, weren't man, they? they were gnarly when they i loved it yeah loved it was it. very cool what was the um the audition process like for brother death because i think you guys fin- finished filming in november 2021 right yeah, yeah so maybe fine. you were um auditioning throughout lockdown yeah 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 all my all my auditions were were done on zoom oh really i was about was, to say have you used zoom much say, yeah it was, <laughs> hard. Fucking, it's be it was a, yeah bizarre process really bizarre process but i think um they were looking for something very specific with brother death um and i i think they had struggled to find it um in that they wanted somebody who was big and scary looking and could fill the role of of brother death but also kind of had that soft um could play that kind of soft and that emotional side of him as well um so i came in later than most people into the into the series a lot of people had already been cast so when i started the audition process i was called back about about like four times i think four four five times uh i had to do uh uh, a chemistry read with lizzie um i had meetings with sophie holland i had meetings with declan um so they were it was it was intense man it was intense but um yeah i fell in love with the character straight away i think he's he's a beautiful character um and all of the kind of backstory and stuff that we went into before we started filming i was i was I was so chuffed to be given the opportunity to to to, to kind of play him. It is lush. And um, did you know it was The Witcher at the time? Because I know a lot of the times you get like code names and stuff yeah. during these kind of processes. Was it all very locked down? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Oh, God, yeah. Uh, so you, I was auditioning for The Lark. That's what oh, it was I called. That, that, was, that was the code name. That was the code name for it. So I was auditioning for The Lark. I don't think my my character was called Brother Death. Um, and they don't, so my, my first audition, the very first audition, the self tape that I had was the full speech of, uh, when I talk about falling into a mage's mists, uh, mm-hmm. with, with Meldoff. So that speech was originally like a page and a half. It was, it was the longest kind of speech in the series. Um, so if one thing was going to get cut, of course it was going to fucking be that, right? <laughs> oh, we're, we were kind of got it about, we're talking about this. <laughs> I was actually, you know, and I don't mean to cut you off there, but it was one of the know. things that we spoke on our episode about is you're giving this speech and it kind of gets yeah. interrupted by Meldoff having a, you know, a laugh moment yeah, right yeah. in the middle of it. Yeah. And yes. So it, oh my God. So something like that, I felt so bad. Cause it is, it's one of those things where you get this long monologue and it goes so deep in your character and it was either cut what maybe was something that you wanted to really keep in that you did get and again talk about as much as you can or as little mm-hmm, as you can mm-hmm, talk mm-hmm, about it mm-hmm. but was there any one thing that really stuck out that got cut that you really wanted to, to stay in there that, that speech that, okay. that speech man honestly yeah. i mean declan he he's beautiful i think he's a beautiful writer in terms of when he he really captures character and i think you see that it's so well in, in characters like meldoff and people like that and I think he he wrote this speech for Brother Death, and I like I'm not even joking. It was one of the most beautiful things I've ever read. Like genuinely, I I I did the audition, and I was I was 
I, I did it in one take. Um, and I just, as an actor, it was everything you've ever wanted, you know? And then I got the scripts through after I got the part and I saw that that whole speech was still in and I was like, oh, fucking beautiful, man. This is going to be great. <laughs> I can't wait to do this. And we did it all in, it took a whole day shoot to do just minor meldoffs. Cause I think, I think, uh, Fran had some stuff cut out of her speech as well. So hers was longer as well. Um, and so when that was like my favorite day of filming as well because it was just me and Fran sitting there kind of just going through that all day and it was so honestly just so beautiful and I and I think it's it's so strange as an actor this is like one of the biggest things I've done so I, I've never experienced it before but you after after the cameras stop rolling you are so out of control as an actor as to what is finally seen you know, mm -hmm. it's so out of your hands. And so the, the the next time I saw anything was when we did ADR. We did the the audio stuff for it. And I uh, saw that, that that was that was cut down. And um it's it's hard. You 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 mourn it not being there, but um it was it was a beautiful thing for me to be able to do. And I'm I'm really thankful that Declan even just wrote that down and I could speak those words because uh it, it was stunning but I know I know that you got very angry about that Brett <laughs> <laughs> I did I did because like you said there it was so good and I had bought into yeah. it even like twice it was so good the second time that I yeah. totally forgot about it even the first time and then again going back to like feeling I've obviously never been an actor. The closest thing I've had in something like that would be my coaching experience where with like okay. basketball, I would have to cut up film or do personnel. And I remember yeah. times, multiple times, I've spent hours doing all this, preparing it. And then, you know, you give it to the other assistant coach mm -hmm. or the head coach. And, you know, they maybe use a couple of those clips yeah. or sometimes they don't even use it. And like you said, though, it's kind of part of the game where I can yes. sit there and get exactly. my feelings hurt and complain about it. Or I'm like, you know what? That's what it is. But it mm -hmm. made me better. So I would think even you doing that, getting to read it, and even though it didn't go through, it made you better as an actor. It, it made me better as an actor, but it also shaped how I performed other parts of, uh, mm. of, of the character. So I took that into other scenes. It shaped my relationship with with uh, Zachary, with, with Lizzie. But it also, I think that scene is the beginning of of another beautiful relationship which is the relationship between Meldoff and Brother Death. Um so so even though it was cut even though I mourned it even though you know it I I it was a shame that that, that doesn't get shown to the world as you said it's the nature of the beast man and and you you get on with it and you use it and you 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 take it into other scenes with you and I as I said I was just very thankful to 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 be able to have done that and i'm just so sorry it made you so angry man. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, i'm over it i promise i'm over it but again it's just was a lot cut with you and zachary also uh there I'm, I'm not sure how much i i can say but um, okay yeah. then you don't, there yeah, was, you don't no no that. no i mean okay. yes yeah, stuff stuff was cut man stuff was okay. cut um yeah. as, as you know it was cut from six episodes to four so so a lot of stuff was cut and a lot of stuff that that showed um how can I say it? The more the more intimate side of of uh, Zachary and Brother Death. So yeah, there were things there were there were things that were cut, um, and I think, look, man, there's I think there's a lot of reasons for that stuff, and that's nothing that I yeah. know anything about to be honest. But I think 
one of the things they realized as soon as we got on set was or even having the read through was how beautiful the relationship between Meldoff and Brother Death was and, and how that kind of built. And I think maybe in the edit they wanted to focus more on that or whatever. I mean, that's that's not for me to answer. But um, yeah, there, there, there was stuff cut. Yeah, for sure. Of course. That definitely worked as well, because I think Brother Death and Meldoff has become like a kind of fan favorite duo because <laughs> I think as you know people really love Meldoff and then the relationship yeah. between your character and hers is really lovely yeah. um I yeah. think you got you and Francesca seem to get along really well in real life as well I keep seeing like clips of you guys in the like the behind the scenes yeah. uh videos that just seems really lovely was there any other like unlikely friendships or duos that happened on set because a lot of people speak about Michelle Yeoh and how amazing it was to work with her mm. Mm. do you know what i yeah I, I the one i think for all of us right it was the first kind of big thing we've done yeah. so we were all so like just so fucking excited to be on set and so excited to be part of the witcher and so excited to be kind of all working together and and, and experiencing something this big but then you've got michelle who who's kind of man she's been there done it you know for her this was i'm not saying it was another job because you know she she bought into it just as everybody else but i think she was on a different level to us in that sense but i loved sitting down chatting to michelle on those slow days where we were waiting for the sun to come out or whatever we were doing just sitting there chatting to her about her life about her career everything man and do you know what there's one story about michelle that that always kind of stuck with me which was when we were just chatting over lunch one day and I I just I, I must have bored the shit out of her honestly because <laughs> I was just like question 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 and I remember saying to her one time I was like is there any role in in cinema that you were kind of up for that you didn't get that you really wish you'd got and she was like do you know what Hugh yeah there was and she was like the one the one I wish I'd got was Trinity from the Matrix Oh, no way. Wow. Yeah. And I was like, and as soon as she said that, I was like, oh my God, I could have so fucking seen you doing that, man. Yeah. I could have so seen you doing that. But I mean, obviously, you know, Trinity was awesome and the Matrix was great as well. But yeah, so it was just that that one that one thing from her. And I was just like, oh my God, you know? Yeah, I think. Mm -hmm. I'd love to have seen that. Yeah, because The Matrix was 99. Mm -hmm. And I know movies don't get made in that same way, but Crouching Tiger, I believe, was 2000. And I've mm -hmm. mentioned that before, like that was my introduction to her. Oh, was, was it? Crouching, okay. Was Crouching Tiger, yeah, Hidden yeah. Dragon. Yeah. yeah and yeah, so yeah. like, I'm going to explain this, you know, when people are like, oh, Michelle, you see something like, oh, I've known about her for like 20 some odd yeah. years because yeah, of, of that. And so, yeah, yeah, for her, for her to say that, that is one of those. It's something also where somebody's so successful for so long. I mean, she just won a Golden Globe yeah. for uh, yeah. everything, everywhere, all at once, I believe. Mm -hmm. But it is mm -hmm. something like that where as successful as she's been, you know, there's still always going to be something where it's like, yeah, I wish I got that one. I don't think she's yeah. hung up on it. But it's like you no, can no, no, always think of something. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And and just to be so close and not to get it and, you know, with the success of The Matrix. But I could so see her doing that as well. She'd be class. I oh loved her acceptance speech where the music was trying to play her off and she was like, no, 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 I'll beat you up. I'll beat you <laughs> up. Yeah. Like, and she could, man. She, she could. absolutely That's could. For sure. yeah. That's for that sure. That was class. It was so good. <laughs> and so kind of on that note, do you have a dream role or anything, let's just say someone throws a ton of money at you, says, whatever, it'll be done. It could be any medium, a book, a game. It could be a remake of a movie, whatever it is. Is there a dream role for you that you would want to do? Either act, direct, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Look, man, I reckon, Brett, if you said to me, 
you've got two years to get ready for this role. You're going to have to eat a lot of food and lift a lot of weights and maybe age yourself up a little bit. But I would, I would love to be in God of War. Okay. Oh my God, I can see that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I can actually love, see I that. Would, I would love to, uh, only because I love the games, um, you know, big up the bald head and the beard look. And yeah. I'm just, you know, hey, I could, uh, I know, mate, I'm you're looking see, beautiful. I have the hat on because you can see the glare. I have the worst lighting <laughs> in here. So I'm not wearing the hat because I'm like ashamed of being bald. I just don't want this massive fucking glare. <laughs> yeah, no, mate. Every day on 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 set, they were yeah. buffing the egg as well. I feel you. Get the shine off. But yeah, no, I I think that's that's. And I I think as an actor, you go through stages, and I don't want to be too wanky actory about it. But I've always I've always likened it to what Shakespearean role you would play in your life and what you were ready for. And I think probably my Hamlet days were over, my Romeo days were over. But I think I'm kind of in the in the Macbeth phase of my of my acting career. And I think, look, man, I would, I would love to do Kratos. I, I, w- I won't get it, of course, but it would, that, that would be a dream role for me. I think something like that. I'd love that. I think I've definitely seen people, you know, people talk on Twitter about all kinds of shit, but mm. I've definitely seen people are floating that idea around. Um, <laughs> but I, I did notice that you did a bit of theatre work, also, like we, what yeah. you've just mentioned. Is there different ways that you have to prepare for acting in theatre compared to something like Blood Origin? Yeah, do you know what the biggest one I found? I think when you're when you're on on your, when you're on stage, you have months and months to kind of prepare in in terms of rehearsal, um, getting to know the character, wh- whatever that is. <laughs> I remember sitting down with Lizzie and just chatting it through on like day two, and I was like, I found it really useful, like not knowing my lines that well. Mm. That might be like the worst advice ever to give to any aspiring actor, but I think like. I found that's something I learned on Blood Origin. And that's that was the beauty of people like Declan and Alex. They they kind of gave you that that freedom with with the words and with with the dialogue. So I found I was kind of learning around my lines around 80% of 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 knowing them. And so I always had that 20% fear. So <laughs> I was always kind of 20% shitting myself that I didn't know what the next line was. Um, which kind of felt like it was keeping it spontaneous. It's probably just me being lazy, but it felt like I was keeping it uh, spontaneous as an actor. And actually that scene where uh, Meldoff and Brother Death are around the fire and they're talking and she says, you know, our, your your world is built on our bones and everything like that. I, <laughs> I actually thought I was filming a different scene that day. <laughs> I thought Lizzie and I were having uh, another scene that we we had that got cut. But And I rocked up and I was like, hey, old friend, what are you doing here? She's like, what do you mean? <laughs> I was like, oh, I thought I thought I've seen. Yeah, I thought we were doing the scene with Lizzie, and then like literally have five minutes, and then we had to go. And I was like, shit, I am. I don't know the oh, lines shit. to this scene that well. So I think, and loads of people, I've seen loads of people have kind of said that the, you know that that scene they they liked it or whatever. And I think a lot of the reason for that is the relationship between Francesca and myself, but also the fact that. I didn't really know what that scene was. So I'm <laughs> intently listening to her, hoping that I will k- pick up on something just to know what my next line is. <laughs> that kind of sounds like the way we prepare for our podcast as well. Yeah, well, there we are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah but got... uh, yeah, in theatre, you've got months, months and months or, or weeks, you know, to, to kind of get your head in the game. But I guess but... you do multiple shows as well. So maybe if you don't like the way you do something one night, mm-hmm. you can just try something else. 
the yeah. second night or and, and and everything's everything you do is in order right so you start the play at the beginning yeah. and you finish the play at the end and your character goes on a, a linear journey in that sense but i mean my first day was actually my first scene that i shot with with uh the witcher but then my second day i spent all day uh with the eye with the eye thing on oh yeah um, and that was that was the final one where i walk in with lizzie so that was i went from doing my first scene to my last scene within two days so that's that's odd jumping doing jumping in your journey as an actor you know that's really odd so uh, you were talking about there about like being able to improvise or add things yeah. when y'all are all fighting in the corridor in zentria in the last episode and when y'all are about to take off old meldock gives you a little slap on the bum was that yeah. her thing or was that direction I think that was a bit of both, to be honest. <laughs> um, I certainly don't think she was meant to slap me as hard as she slapped me. Yeah, that's for sure. But yeah, uh, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Fran is just you know she's she's one of those like perfect comedy actresses as well. Like everything she does, and I tell you, one of the lines that was that was made up on the day uh, was the line. Uh, you're so is it you're so unlucky you could fall into a, a bucket yeah. of tits and come out holding a cock so that one <laughs> that one wasn't scripted that was kind really of, yeah yeah we were just going through the scene and we were just they we were told to just kind of improvise a few little things and you know be be a bit playful and and she came up with with something that was kind of similar and Declan came running on I literally I've never seen him so excited in my life I've never seen him move so fast he's like I've got the line I've got the line and he gave it to Francesca and, and we were all pissing ourselves and <laughs> um yeah so that that was one of the lines that that kind of just happened spontaneously and you know wasn't scripted did you get to add anything typically Welsh to your character because that's oh, what I really loved about this show is that there's so many different accents floating yeah. around. And I think it seems that most people use their own accent, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think so. There was yeah, a, there was a great line from Fial where he says, are you well? Because you're looking well, which is so typically Irish to yeah. me. So what, did you get to yeah. put anything Welsh into Brother Do you know Day? what? I, I, I didn't put anything Welsh in so much. Um I think the only one would probably, I changed the line, is it always this fucking tiring? Mm -hmm. um, but I tell you what I did have to do was take out some of the the kind of Irishisms oh, really? of, <laughs> of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, obviously it was Declan writing it. So we had a few kind of I'm grand yeah. and, thing, and things <laughs> like that. So I think I had to take that out and I'm like, I'm all good or whatever. I, I changed it to. But um, yeah, I had to I had to take out a few of the, the Irishisms of it. Sure. It's quite funny. Brett seems to have picked up some Irishisms for me. And then I've, I've started saying like y'all and stuff now. It just yeah, sounds yeah. really wrong when I say it. So. Yeah, yeah. I, t I tell you what, though, I, I love the fact that we they had so many kind of um, Celtic and regional accents in it. Because And apart from anything, I think being a Welshman and, and seeing the kind of Scottish and the Irish accents, they're usually for comedy characters, comedy mm -hmm. roles. They're usually for the kind of lowborn type roles. So it was really interesting and really pleasing, I thought, hearing like the Scottish accents for the for the highborn and 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 that kind of stuff. Because you don't usually get that. It's usually just RP English, right? So yeah. it was it was really nice to to see that and it not be a comedy or piss take role. I'm talking about Mirren and stuff there, you know. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. 
Yeah, those super Scottish ones. Okay, so we got <laughs> we got a message from Jeremy Crawford, who plays Yarpin Zegrin, the dwarf in the Witcher main series. Okay. And he messaged us saying he dug Brother Death's vibe. One elf he thinks Yarpin wouldn't mind hanging out with. Ah, cool, man. I fucking love that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. I thought he was great, man, in the in the main series. Yeah, he's very yeah, cool. We're hoping yeah. to have him on um, the podcast one day. But is there any uh, any other characters from the main Witcher series that you think Brother Death would like to go for a pint with? Oh gosh, do you know what? Uh, we I always want to call him Dandelion. Um, we <laughs> spent some time with yeah. with with uh, Yaskia, Joey Beatty, uh, and he's just a fucking legend man what what a lovely what a lovely dude and just to hang out with him and 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 kind of spend some time with him so i think i could go for a pint with him every day of my life <laughs> he does seem sure. lovely that was uh, yeah. the one person at the um at the premiere was it last month yeah it was last month oh, God, I, yeah. people were fangirling a lot over like i was i was sat beside these two girls who were screaming every time uh, Joey Beatty said anything, which I found hilarious. But I saw that you and a few of the Blood Origin castmates were also at the Witcher Two, uh, yeah. Witcher Series Two premiere. So how yeah. did it feel going from that premiere to then only a year later being mm. like the stars of your own show at your own mm. premiere? Do you know what? It was bizarre, absolutely bizarre, because uh, we <laughs> we kind of obviously, you know nobody knew who we were nobody knew what what we were to, 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 to the kind of witcher world yet so we kind of uh, fran and i had a hotel just around the corner that we booked ourselves just just off leicester square and we kind of had to walk through and queue with everybody else and, and and come through which was which was really lush actually seeing it from from the other side but it was just it was just nice to be able to kind of meet all the people in the witcher the, the of the world that we were kind of entering now chat to them find out what we were what we'd let ourselves in for um and and also just have a kind of a warm up to it and yeah. and understand what what the world was because as as i said if for, for the majority of us this was the biggest thing we've done so it it can be fucking daunting man like yeah. all those people shouting your name all those people wanting a photo wanting an autograph whatever it is um you know uh, all these podcasts, you know, <laughs> waving at you and wanting to speak to you. <laughs> I was going to say two uh, dorks it, trying to interview yeah, you for their so, podcast. Now it can be daunting, so it was it was nice. It was nice to have a kind of a soft intro into that world. I say a soft intro. I mean, it was you know, it doesn't get much hard, much more hardcore than than The Witcher does it in terms of fan base and stuff. But um, yeah, it was it was a great experience. It was lush to meet the main cast and chat to them and, and yeah find out the world that we were entering you mentioned you know being from wales wales went to the world cup for the yeah, first man. time in like 60 yeah, years or something first, like that first time in my lifetime for sure yeah drew the u.s one-to-one -one because of a yeah. soft oh, penalty it was all night. one group wasn't it <laughs> it was, england england, was, and that was about to, as well yeah let's say england kind of went uh did not go easy on them there yeah, are you yeah, big yeah. into like athletic sport anything like that oh uh, mate yeah massive football fan me and my old me and my dad my old man i was gonna say me and my dad <laughs> uh we have a season ticket for the swans um and my sister-in-law is american polish american so it was um it was it was an interesting draw because my mother is english and my sister-in-law is american so that that world cup draw was an interesting one for us to uh you know tread tread those 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 different rivalries there 
Yeah, I wanted to see Gareth Bale because he came to the U.S. was playing for L.A. Yeah, yeah. And there's, L.A.? I, yeah. yeah. I live near Dallas, and so I was kind of hoping to see him, but he just retired. And yeah. Yeah, I don't. Man. I don't blame him. He had a he had a hell of a career, and I don't. I guess maybe playing football, soccer in America <laughs> was like, ah, oh, he did it. He's can't done. Can't help but do this, can you? <laughs> I, I just yeah. the way. Here's the thing: when it comes down, here's the way I look at it: like soccer, football. If I'm talking yeah, with yeah. Americans, say soccer. If you're an American and you say football, talking to other Americans, it's like, no, don't do that. It's soccer. But <laughs> when I'm outnumbered here, I'll say yeah, yeah, football. Yeah. Right. But I yeah, yeah. but I can't just say football, especially when it's like NFL playoffs today. <laughs> So I have to do that to myself. Even if you weren't on yeah. camera, I would do that. So that's just the kind of cover there of it just being like football, soccer. Yeah, no, that's fair enough. I got to be honest, man. I, d- I did share, shed a little tear uh, reading his his retirement and everything like that. And I think, you know, Wales is is not very good at, at singing its own praises in terms of supporting it, its, its own. Uh, I think we see that a lot in the arts. I think it's, you know... Um, I think people go a bit nuts for people like Catherine Zeta-Jones and that's it really. <laughs> um, I, th- I don't think Wales is very good at that, but one person they have been very good at, at singing the praises of is Gareth Bale. And and he's done so much for Wales. And, you know, I remember going on holiday when I was younger and having to say I was from England because people didn't know where <laughs> Wales was, was <laughs> you know, but now because of Gareth Bale, they do. And, uh, you know, so I'm, I'm thankful to him for that, for sure. Now, I've, I've taught geography before. And whenever we get to there, I'm like whales and everyone's there, you know, they spell it like they spell it like the animal, like, yeah. oh, it's empty. Well, I'm like, no, it's, it's this part of United Kingdom. Like, oh, it's England. I'm like, no, 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 <laughs> no, no, no. And, that, and so getting into that, I'm just like, I'm just going to say, we're going to say it's by England and that's it. By everyone next find door. out next it's Wales. Yes. It's next to England. It's part of the UK and all that. Yeah, yeah. Well, welcome to my life of going abroad <laughs> the last 20 years, mate. That's been my whole life explaining where Wales is. Yeah. That'll just be similar for me when it's like Northern Ireland, Ireland crack. And people are like, oh, you're Irish. I'm like, yeah, yeah. Sure. I'm yeah, Irish. Sure. 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 <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> yeah. I know you, you mentioned some of your family there and you've told me previously about your brother who runs a mm-hmm. YouTube channel. He's very into yeah. gaming. I think you and him spent a lot of time gaming when you when you were younger mm-hmm. so how do we look in his youtube channel and find a video of you <laughs> learning how to play a world of warcraft yeah. and i was just wondering have you revisited maldini since recording that video uh no i haven't i have <laughs> do you know what though funny enough i did record a little something this morning which will be coming out soon but uh, oh, very good. I, I haven't revisited maldini i think it was too embarrassing i think my <laughs> absolute inability to even you know walk in a straight line <laughs> uh wasn't too good for my street cred so um but yeah no he's he's uh, all of my kind of gaming life has been through my brother really you know whether it was when we had the snes or the n64 uh what whatever it was when we were younger playing through games uh he's he was like a big warhammer fan and stuff when we were younger as well so we, we kind of played all that and D and 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 so all all of my kind of my uh gaming life has 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 come through my brother yeah he, he loves it and and his channel is, is doing really well and yeah i'm chuffed oh, for it's him. amazing yeah i've literally never played world of warcraft before so when i was watching that video of you like struggling i was like man i have no idea yeah. what's going on you felt on. my pain you felt I my really pain did. Right? yeah i really did yeah. Yeah. especially with i think it was a live stream as well so you probably had a whole chat of really yeah. experienced people <laughs> yeah and my brother is always just like 
don't look at the comments. Whatever <laughs> you do, don't look at the comments. Rule number so, one. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. But uh, yeah, it was it's, it was great fun, man. And again, I've never played World of Warcraft, and uh, I'm not sure I would play it again. But... I've never been massively into like nah. what, what would you call it? like an MM MMO RPG because you have to grind and get into them. I played oh, World of Warcraft. Yeah. I think it was the Burning Crusade, which was 2006 or something like that when I was in college. And what I would do is I'd get mm -hmm. home from class, I'd start playing World of Warcraft, and I'd put on the Champions League because it was right in the <laughs> afternoon. And I just can remember all of that from being like, nope, got to get home, got to grind, wow, yeah, and then watch yeah. the Champions League. That sounds pretty good, man. That sounds it good. It's a really good think. life. Yeah. I know. Absolutely. I can't go back to it. You mentioned, so you played D&D uh, before? I did when I was younger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did all that okay. with my brothers. We did, we did kind of uh, World of War, um, not World of Warcraft. We did um, uh, D and D and and all that, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, my my brother lived. We have we have a shop in the UK. I don't know if you have it in America called Games Workshop, and my brother just used to live in there, man. And it's all those little models that you paint, and yeah. So he he used to love that stuff. Yeah. Okay, because we've kind of just really getting into it. The Witcher TTRPG. Oh, really? Which is like their version. We just uh, just went through a game. Was that last week? That was last Saturday, wasn't it? Was it? I think it was. It feels wasn't like it? so long ago. It yeah, I think it like, was because it was the I seventh. It yeah. was. Yes, it was last Saturday. So we're kind of getting into that. So yeah, maybe that might be something if you'd be interested in. Absolutely. We can build Brother Death and run yeah, you through a little up, one man. shot there. Sign me up. I can't promise I'll be any good, but uh, oh, honestly, yeah, if you it's, have fun, it's a funny little exactly. Yeah. yeah. We yeah. do mainly, we were just mainly there for the story, I think, aren't we? Because like the, the combat in it is kind of complicated. And obviously, like I said earlier, this was at like 2 a.m. by the time we got to the combat. So I was just <laughs> lying there, had my glasses on because my eyes were hurting so much to have my glasses on. Like, what? And I was like, yeah, I was running it. What? And I kind of <laughs> I kind of had to like push everybody towards it and cut some things out and been like, okay, we're going to fight. Everybody needs to fight. Boom, 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 boom. Okay, let's go. Because I'm like, Lucy's about to go. Yeah. <laughs> we're about to lose it. Come on. We're about to lose her there. I was like, my character needs to be under some sort of sleeping spell and then just give me 20 minutes and I'll be fine. <laughs> I think also you mentioned you had played The Last of Us. Is that right? Yes. Yeah, I played that. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I played, haven't played, I played it, one, yeah. but I never played. I didn't play the second one. I played the mm -hmm. first one. Yeah, it's something yeah. that I haven't been able to play either because I think it's up until, well, next month, I think it's coming out on PC, but it's mm -hmm. been PlayStation, so I've never got to play it. But the HBO show comes out tonight. Is it tonight? Is well, it tonight? Tonight, tonight in America. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I was going to say, I thought it was tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. I, I can't wait to watch that. Can't wait to watch that, man. It's, it seems to have had some really good reviews already. Um, mm -hmm. It was kind of like when we were doing all the press stuff, it was kind of starting to come out um, with net. Um, uh, it's HBO, isn't it? HBO yeah. was starting to get really excited about it and and, and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, man, I I, I kind I like these these kind of game adapt adaptations and stuff. I think if they're done with with the right kind of love and care and understanding uh, as to the kind of the the fan base that you're approaching, I'm all for them, man. I'm I'm praying for a kind of Red Dead Redemption, Unreal, uh, re uh, TV series, man. I would sign me up for that. A clean TV floors series that, man. Well. Yeah. yeah, honestly, it looks so good. <laughs> I think um the the even Cyberpunk did a an anime, which is not usually my type of thing at all. But did just it, yeah, it's really good. It's on Netflix. How is many it episodes? Is it an anime? Uh huh. Uh huh. Edge Runners. Edge Runners. Edge that's runners. right. Yeah. yeah, and that kind of 
completely reboosted the game sales as well i think yeah, yeah, of course. obviously cyberpunk had a bit of a rough start and it's been about two years now since it came out but i think mm-hmm. their sales and playtime since edge runners came out they kind of coincided it with a an update for the game as well and it just it's mm-hmm. absolutely been flying since then yeah so. no, I, I i wouldn't suggest that that was a coincidence either you know, and and I think I think we've seen that with with Blood Origin coming out and the the kind of re-release of of Witcher three and 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 everything like that. You know, so yeah, yeah, man, I, I'm all for it. I I I I love it. I think if you, if you love that world and you love the games, it's 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 always it's always interesting whether you agree with everything or not that that happens in it. It's 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 always an interesting adaptation. That's for sure. There's so many good stories to tell in games as well. Like I yeah. think a lot of people who are not into gaming and stuff don't realize that you know games like the last of us or red dead and stuff it's not you know it's it's the story that you're there for really yeah, obviously the absolutely. combat's fun and, and to pet everything your horse, like that yeah. exactly pet yeah. and feed feed roach <laughs> that was one of the best things in the witcher 3 update i think you can now pet roach yeah yeah oh, i think they saw how popular it was in stuff like red dead right yeah. Yeah, i mean i would literally just like ride my horse up to a mountain and sit there with my horse for like half an hour <laughs> do you know what i mean that's the beauty of that kind of yeah, game though it. you don't have love to be it go 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 all the time yeah it works so well yeah and to shamelessly plug the podcast what we talked about if anybody out there (laughs) does our first time listening we actually did an episode over cyberpunk edge runners it's sometime Mm. back there when that came out and also from this week on we'll be covering the last of us so if anybody out there's going to watch hbo's the last of us that's going to be the next thing that we're covering there and yeah the reviews have been off the charts for it and like you talked about there about the adaptation with the same love and everything. And the two showrunners are one is Craig Mazin, who did Chernobyl, which apparently I didn't see it, but apparently that got awful reviews as well. Oh, I didn't see that either. Yeah. yeah. And the other head showrunner is near is the other head showrunner is Neil Druckmann, who is like everything behind The Last of Us. So he had a direct say in it. And I haven't looked into any spoilers or anything like that. I have played the game, but it's from so many different reviews saying it's loyal to it and i think with that it means the characters because that's the same thing where when you talk about why we love these games the story of the witcher 3 is great the story of red dead is great you know the story of god of war and all that is great but to me it's always the characters that i take away from and like last night while streaming the witcher 3 it's my fourth playthrough on stream I cried again when reunited with Siri. Oh, I missed that bit. And then, and then I cried again when Vesemir died. So, because it's the characterization, You're it's how they do it. it. Yeah. I'm invested in it. And despite years and replays and all that, I'm still in it because the characters are so good. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why you get so angry when Brother Death is cut off. And that's the thing. It, when it, Brother Death gets cut off. And because, like, it's one of the, and that's another thing too, is, you know, like, there's so much just, bullshit you know toxicity and review bombing like Mm -hmm. about the show and the thing is and lucy had to deal with it in her comments of us almost being accused of being like shills because you know (laughs) she got to go to the premiere i got to go to the witcher 2 premiere in new york and i'm saying all this stuff i'm like oh you're just being bought off it's like no we're not yeah but when it comes to something like that and i related again to my teaching and coaching if there's a player that i'm just like oh, I don't, I don't care about that player or they have no promise, I'm not going to get onto them. I'm just going to be like, mm-hmm. go do this. But it's the player that has promise. I'm going to get upset with. I'm going to push mm-hmm. them. Mm-hmm. I'm going to drive mm-hmm. them. And that's like with the show is, you know, there was so much promise in there. And like, I, I get it. And like you said, I don't know what the reason was to cut down from six to four. Mm-hmm. I just, I just am upset because 
all that characterization clearly was cut out. And I just, I really just wanted to see it, but like, I still like the show. It's not anything like that. And I'm not dogging yeah, yeah, yeah. anybody because oh, I know absolutely. somewhere yeah. down the line, somebody, there's no way that, that people wanted this stuff to get cut out that created it. Like, I don't believe that Declan was just like, oh yeah, we need to cut all this stuff out that he wrote. Like this is stuff that he wrote and he filmed and did mm -hmm. all that. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. I was just kind of upset even for the people that created it. And then the actors that went through it. And it's just one of those things there where I just, I don't know. I just want everybody to see what they've created. I, I, but but at, at the same time, though, man, I think it's an honest reaction. And I think you are entitled to those honest reactions, whatever they may be. The, the, the ones that I kind of struggle with slightly are the ones that feel dishonest. So mm -hmm. people who kind of go off at Blood Origin and other similar series, they are earning a lot of money on some of those YouTube yeah. channels to be outraged, to nitpick every little thing. I'm sure if you sit through any uh, film or series and, and treat it with a, a kind of disdain and uh, pick apart every little thing, you can do it with anything, you know. Oh, mm -hmm. Rosebud, who saw that coming? You know, whatever <laughs> it may be, you, you, you could pick apart anything you wanted to. I mean, I saw, I saw one review on youtube this guy i won't name who he was but one guy when um we're about to uh have the wake for for uh ayla before she she's supposed to to become the the witcher uh sorry if there's spoilers there for anyone who hasn't seen it <laughs> but uh, <laughs> and and we uh meldoff and myself walk over and she's got mushrooms in the cave and there was one one YouTuber who was like, oh, oh, she just has those mushrooms there. Does she what? Has she gone to the shop to get them? And it's like, <laughs> oh, come on, man. Like when I think when you're on that level of kind of, you know, there, there's almost an ulterior, an ulterior motive. And I think mm -hmm. I'm not saying that for everybody, but I think as long as your your reaction is honest, then you're, you, everyone's entitled to that reaction, man. Like, yeah so. i think we've said before um as well like people are obviously in how many hits or views that this mm -hmm. kind of content is yeah, getting right. so they're just gonna say yeah. the most outrageous stuff to get yeah. like you said and then they get hits or revenue or whatever but yeah it's pretty it's pretty sad to see and then you get people who are just being negative for the sake of it like the people that were then tweeting me i was just like <laughs> i was like i've had like three tweets and i'm sick of it so i yeah. can't imagine how you guys are feeling yeah i to be honest it, i i've i've it's not that we were uh, expecting it because we, we, we weren't ex expecting it because I, I think I think the news of Henry Cavill came out at the wrong time for us. Um, but uh, it, it, we, we knew the show that we were doing. Uh, we knew there were going to be lots of people that got very angry at the mm -hmm. fact that there is a black elf and uh, a female black elf at that. And you kind of you go truth be told is 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 that something we give a shit about like mm -hmm. are those people's opinions worth getting upset about and and i think since since blood origin has come out and and you know you can't help but as an actor to see some of those things that have been said um how unfazed i i've been by it because i think yeah. i think when you see those things you you can choose some of those opinions are based on fact and some of them are based on fiction, right? So um, I think you can choose the ones that you, you take on board. And I think, as I said before, there are people out there who earn a lot of money out of being pretty fucking vile and, mm -hmm. and just kind of saying horrible things. And 
they have an audience for it and, and and like in a way good on them whatever man and i think some of them believe what they say and some of them don't believe what they say they're just making money out of out of it so you know you've got to take it for what it is you put yourself out there and you enter a world like the witcher um which is a really passionate and and loving fan base for the for its own material um you've got to accept that some people aren't going to be happy about that and some people will be happy about that and it's just kind of that's the way it goes really i think sometimes the the negative people are just a lot louder as well but i always just think back to like the premiere that we were both at Mm -hmm. and what that full room of people that was just so genuinely excited and loving and everybody had such a lovely time and the show was so much fun and like I always just go back to that moment and just think like there is a lot of people out there who really love this and Mm -hmm. are genuinely excited about it and like that night to me was so special just you know when like you watching it alongside all of you as well and Declan and just every time someone new came on the screen everyone was like cheering and shouting for each (laughs) other it was just the most like that to me was like what I love about the Witcher fandom and that's what I kind of try and hold on to rather than like some of the people that are just like and annoying on the internet yeah, yeah. and and you know what those shooting it was exactly the same like the whole yeah. kind of four month shooting it was so it was such a lovely atmosphere and everybody was so kind of passionate about the project which, which always makes me laugh when people are like oh declan declan hates the witcher or whatever ridiculous <laughs> stuff they, i mean I, honestly it's, it's almost laughable some of the stuff people come out with because it's just so ridiculous to even suggest that like uh, you know there was so much love for the witcher on set and we were so pleased to be part of it and so happy to be offering something to that world whether people wanted it whether people would like it whatever we were we were offering some answers to it and it was just it was a joy to work on and and it's something that we're really proud of and um i'm as an actor super proud to be part of the witcher world and and to kind of offer a little something to the history of that i hope y'all don't get too down about because that's yeah. the thing like you've talked about with people like criticizing or doing whatever mm-hmm. it's one thing like a tweet you make a tweet and to your own audience saying oh i don't like blood origin because blah 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 but yeah. it's the fuckheads who get into the mentions and they yeah. at yeah. declan and they at you and they yeah. at these other people like trouncing it and saying all this negative shit. And I'm like, that's what's, that's just no point of that. Yeah. It's not constructive. That's just a shitty thing to do. So I'm glad mm-hmm. that that doesn't get you down and hopefully not anybody else as well. Well, I, I yeah, I mean, I can only really speak for myself, yeah. but yeah. Um, it, it doesn't really get me down at all because I think for, for all the kind of shitty comments I've seen, there's been 10 times more lovely comments that I've had uh, to me. But do you know what? Like, it doesn't upset me because if somebody turns around to me and they went, uh, at Univelli, I really wasn't happy with the pacing of Blood Origin. That's completely up to them. Like, <laughs> I, like, fine, you're entitled to your opinion, man. Whatever you want to say. It's when things get. I mean, you know, this word "woke" is batted around like mm. like anything, and it's all that kind of shit. And it's just like, oh man, you know, how much of that do you really want to listen to? How much of that do you want to kind of pervade your life? And it's <laughs> like, I don't. I don't really care. But even with that, like, it's one thing in because you have, you know, the books, you have the games, you have all that. It's one thing when people complain about something and I'm like, okay, they very clearly haven't like read the books because of so-and-so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But racism and intolerance is like the number one theme of the Witcher books. And it's in the Witcher 3. It's pervasive throughout all his meetings with the elves and everything before that. Mm -hmm. And it bothers me to some extent too when people who are talking about the games, they're like, 
I hate the elves. The elves are blah, blah, blah. I'm like, are you paying somewhat attention? You cannot like certain things about it. But I'm like, mm -hmm. if you're saying you hate this race mm -hmm. and all that, I'm like, you know what happened to them? Like, there's yeah. a whole point of what it's doing there. And so, like, seeing that when people are being, like, racist about it, Mm -hmm. I don't even know what it do they even play the games or is it like you mentioned there exactly. they've latched onto the new woke thing to be mad yeah. about and it's yeah. Netflix is woke therefore everything Netflix does is that and mm -hmm. that just that just gets so tiring and it's actually yeah. turned me off of like subreddits and other things because they just got overtaken by them mm. and, and I think that's one of the things I've I, I found I found slightly depressing about it is that fantasy as a genre right is is historically you know those kids kind of growing up who who want to escape the real world and want to kind of find a new world and find something exciting in books or games or whatever it is and i think you have this this um group of people who exist within uh the fantasy genre who who want to claim it for themselves and say no you can't have this you can't have that and what i see all all i see that doing is kind of pulling up the ladder for the next generation of people who want to escape and want to find new worlds and and it, i've just find that depressing man when when fantasy shouldn't have barriers it shouldn't have boundaries it shouldn't have all these things and i think you when you start creating them you're you're going against everything that 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 the the beauty of the genre you know everything it's about and I, I i found it sad really just seeing how how upset some people are that there are black elves that there mm -hmm. are elves with beards that there are you know whatever it may be these i mean i watched man I watched one video and I was like, why have I bothered watching this? You know, <laughs> why are you watching these videos? I find, it, I, find, like, I find it interesting to see yeah. what part of this world exists, what 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 kind of turns these people on in a, in a funny way. Um, I watched one video and it got to the, to the advert and I was like, don't watch the fucking advert. Don't give them any money. Um, uh, and it got to one part and they were like, the whole video was that they were so angry that Henry Cavill wasn't the Witcher anymore and Michelle Yeoh was. Oh. And I was like, dude, you haven't even watched it. And it had like 3,000 views or whatever. And I'm like, oh my days. They were so angry that it was a female Asian elf who was now mm -hmm. uh, the Witcher. And it was like, I mean, you know, some people work on that level, man. And it's just, it, as I say, some of it's laughable, some of it's depressing, but you got to choose which what you digest, really. That you? was so funny to me when I would just see people under any Blood Origin tweet being like, "No, Henry, I'm not watching," and I'm like, "How do you? Mm -hmm. You don't even you haven't even taken two seconds to realize that this is, you know, however long before yeah. twelve hundred years before, yeah. like he's he was never going to be in it. Like it doesn't yeah. make any sense, but yeah. they just." tag on to that one way thing and that's yeah they must and these people must have notifications on as well because they're so quick oh, they're man, so quick the under time. these tweets all so i just time. think you're doing this on purpose and it's just yeah. you know i think people need to get a grip sometimes to be honest <laughs> yeah absolutely and as, as i said with the with the news of kind of henry leaving the main show uh just be uh not long before we we got released i think there was there was an inevitability about some of that stuff happening right because people yeah. people are upset and you know they're probably entitled to to some of that upset i mean it's completely up to them um and i think there was there was an inevitability that that was going to leak out in into into our show being released for sure i think there was also that news that came out of a former writer 
saying that mm -hmm. people in the mm -hmm. writer's room hadn't read the books or done anything like that. Did, did I mean, that come out, I think, right before yeah. the news? So, yeah, I don't know. Time, it, yeah. it was yeah, it was sometime right around there. And to me, it almost seemed like it was almost like a sabotage thing. Because like you said, as soon as that news came out, I'm like, well, fuck, Blood Origin comes out like right before then. Mm -hmm. This is what it, it is going to be like promoted now, if you will, or what people are going to be asked about now. I can imagine that when Lauren Hesrick, the showrunner of The Witcher, and Declan mm -hmm. were doing their press tours, I'm sure it came out like, hey, just don't ask about Henry Cavill. Don't do that. Yeah. And unfortunately, it kind of took that shine off of y'all a little bit. Yeah, I think so. And 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 as I said, man, the, the idea that that some of the writers are openly mocking the, the source or whatever it is, man, I, I think it just shows a complete misunderstanding of of the world that exists around making these series. I mean, these writers have been working on some of these series for over a year, right, in mm -hmm. the writer's room and, and sometime before that. If you openly fucking hate something, you're not going to dedicate like a year and your a half career. of your life to it. Do you know yeah. what I mean? And and it's like, <laughs> it's so ridiculous. It's 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 beyond. But as I said, it makes some people a lot of money to do these yeah. things. So, you know, uh, it's it's for somebody else to give you an answer to to to, to all that stuff. But it 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 or I can speak from my experience. It's fucking ridiculous to even suggest that. Fucking ridiculous. All right. I think we uh, had a little cathartic release there. I think everyone as well. We, that's, that's what happens. You know, that's what we do. Because like you even talked about here, it just stuff can kind of build up and to talk about it. And, you know, your career is it. Like mm -hmm. the major role for you is mm -hmm. this. And you build yeah, yeah, from yeah. that end. And Lucy and I, like we have the podcast that was done. And we yeah. put hours upon hours into it. Yeah. And so, yeah, yeah, when it's something that when we want to go out there and engage with fans, there's just so much negativity. It pulls back on us where I'm like, I don't even want to fucking tweet anything at somebody yeah, because yeah. I don't even want to like go through the replies and interact mm -hmm. with that. Cause it's just, just mm -hmm. so negative. So mm -hmm. I don't know, maybe this will be kind of a little release of it too. Maybe Henry Cavill leaving something new will come in. I don't know, but hopefully, hopefully something changes. Maybe. Yeah. I yeah. think as well, there's, there is a lot of negative stuff and sometimes you do uh, kind of see that more than the positive stuff, but we do have so many lovely, lovely people who are listeners as well, who genuinely have just loved it mm -hmm. and thought it was so much fun. And, you know, we've had people, you know, giving us stuff to ask you and stuff in the discord mm -hmm. today. Mm -hmm. So there is, I know, you know that as well. You've, you've said mm -hmm. you get 10 times more lovely responses yeah, as well. So uh, as much as it's, we always end up talking about the negative stuff. I think it's always nice to remember there has been so much positive, like response also. Oh, a hundred percent. And and I think for, for the cast, we, we had the time of our lives as well, man. We absolutely You could tell, him. I think you absolutely could tell that him. when me and Maria were um just, you know, watching the Q and A and stuff, like, you could just tell that all of you were super close and, yeah. I think it came across on the screen as well. It was really lovely yeah. to see. And uh, I, I do just have one one thing to say as well. Brett, I'm hoping I can make you a little happier here, man. Meldoff's okay. armor going into that final fight. Yeah. Okay, let me talk to you about this, right? Okay. <laughs> again, again, we got angry at that, man, and I, I can solve this for you. Okay, okay. I don't want you to be angry. I, I I'm, not angry. angry. I'm not angry. I'm not angry. I'm really not. I know, I know. I okay, love that he's being called okay. out. I'm so here for this. I know, I'm, not I'm, just... I'm not calling you out. I'm hoping that I can offer an answer. To okay, this. I'm go. all ears. So, Meldoff, when we, <laughs> when, when, we, when we went into uh, the 
the kind of dead end with Skian and, and we kill the soldiers. If you look at what Meldoff is wearing, and this was something that we talked about on set because we didn't want this to be a thing. She is wearing a breastplate. She is wearing a scarf and she is wearing a helmet, which was a small helmet. We had three different size helmets, small, medium and large. I was wearing a medium. Uh, Fran was wearing a small and she's only wearing a breastplate and a scarf. All the rest is her costume that she wears throughout the show. Okay, so she just chained it over. Easy. See, yeah. look at that. In there we go. Easy explanation. Go, yeah. And now we can, and now we can all be happy. We're all happy. I'm happy anyway. <laughs> we're gonna record episode we're gonna record episode four later today. We're gonna wrap I will, everything. I look forward up. to hearing it, man. Yeah, yeah. No, it's and that's kind of the thing. Again, I know we're all teasing, we're all having fun here. And that's kind of why yeah. when I get into stuff like that, and Lucy knows this more than anybody. There are things that I'll play up for comedic somewhat effect, mm -hmm. you know, and yeah, I'll yeah, always yeah, yeah. I'll always pull back because I don't ever want anything to be construed like that. Something like this is bothering me, you know, because you mentioned yeah, those yeah. YouTubers that make their money. They do all that. I think to do that, they have to be a little weak yeah. in the head yeah, to where yeah, it legitimately absolutely. does bother them. And absolutely. this is like the escape. If at any point, yeah. you know, this stuff doesn't do it. Then, then you know then then we'll be out of it so yeah. but no that, yeah. that's a good explanation thank you for that and uh, no, mate, I, and I, I i'm not calling you out at all i know i know, I know, I know. I, at all I know. but i have i like i've seen a lot of people say that online yeah. <laughs> a lot of people have said that online. i'm sure so you know it, these things these things as i said you could you could nitpick at so much of everything man but um I get that people, a lot of people are passionate about it and, and want to enjoy it. This is, this is the thing. And if for whatever reason they're feeling like they're not enjoying it, then, then they, people can become, you know, angry about it or whatever, but yeah, it's all love, yeah. man. It's all love. It is. It is. And, and <laughs> I'll, I'll say it again. We talk about episode four, like just the, I was having so much fun with it. Like the first couple yeah. episodes and Good. There was this build to me just thinking like, oh man. And I just, I could never fully separate like the cut down in it and yeah. the, what yeah, could yeah, have yeah. been kind of thing. And mm -hmm, that, and mm -hmm. that's just kind of what it is. And I don't know, maybe something else will come out or maybe, maybe y'all may get something else. Hopefully you can revisit this role. I hope maybe in some mm -hmm. sort of, I don't know. I know they've talked about another spinoff being the rats from the Witcher. I don't know if they ever do anything from this again, but mm -hmm. you know, hopefully, mm -hmm. you know, the people are so good with it. You know, the music was so good. You know, maybe something great, man. the music. Oh no, that was just oh, the music absolutely is insane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I absolutely. saw that you, your, your, you said your favorite song was the the one in the cave, right? Yeah, Echo in the River. Yeah, but yeah. you've watched episode four now. Yes, that final song, man. That it, that got me. I and it, I knew okay. it was coming, but even I was, I, even I, I thought I was. I don't know how you feel about it, but I, I was, I was choked up, man. I fucking, I love that tune. Really it is still it. it is still good, but that other one just it sent me like within <laughs> ten to fifteen seconds. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, it's speaking of the end right there, you get cleaved, mm -hmm. you just get smashed. Mm -hmm. I thought you were dead. I thought you were. I thought die. so too. I thought you were dead. My mum screamed. Oh, <laughs> oh no! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, because you watched it on Christmas Day with your family, right? All, all in one sitting, yeah. Oh, which which I wasn't, which we weren't planning to do. Um, we we were kind of sat there, and I was like, oh, we watched the first two episodes. Cause that's as much as I watched anyway. And then my dad was like, put another one on, put another one on. <laughs> so we, we, we ended up staying at my parents till about two or three in the morning, just, just watching it. So yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I really and, thought they were all going to die as well. I thought it was going to be like a rogue one type thing and everyone was going <laughs> to die. And I was kind of, when I saw that happen, I was like, oh no, I'm like all of them. But then didn't, yeah. thank God. Yeah. 
Yeah. And and I, when I read the script, I thought, oh, but there we are. I'm not coming back for season two, am I? But so <laughs> it, it was uh, it was nice to see nice to see me walk back on there. Yeah. Yeah, there was some hellacious like makeup they had on you there for the scarring. How long did that take to put on? Do you remember? It took like yeah, it was like three or four hours. Okay. Three or four hours. And I, I ended up wearing it for the whole day. And I think if there's anyone who is like proper, proper eagle-eyed. There is another scene I'm wearing it that we shot earlier in the day, which is a lot earlier in the in the series. But I'm I'm having to hide it. Really? So yeah. So maybe if there's somebody there who wants to go and, and eagle eye it, maybe you can. But um, there yeah. So I was wearing it for another shot, another scene that we did that morning, uh, and then and then we shot the scene where I come and join Lizzie, um, at the end there with it. Yeah, it was grim oh, though, man. I, like totally oh yeah. Grim. I could only see out one eye for the whole day. It was like the <laughs> most disorientating thing. And I was like, if we do have a season two, man, they got to do something about this. I'm not coming back with this, the whole thing. The magic. No they got to be something magic to give you another yeah. eye or something. Come on, Zachary. Give me an eye. <laughs> oh, God, that's true. I didn't think about that. Like, that, yeah. you know, the, the scene that you wore it, you wore it for what, like 10 seconds or like 15 yeah. seconds on there. But yeah, it would have been literally all day. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and the other scene we shot with it as well. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, it was, it was, my auntie messaged me being like, couldn't she have just given you an eye? <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, cheers. cheers. Just forward that to Declan right there for yeah, <laughs> if, if something comes out. All right. Yeah, well, yeah. again, thank you so much for being here. Is there anything you can tease in the upcoming roles you may have that you can talk about? Um, not that, no, yeah, no, no, not that I can, okay. not that I can talk about, but yeah, there's, there's, there's little things coming up little things coming up um but yeah nothing i can talk about now man yeah i love that Perfect. bit of mystery yeah sorry i wish i could be, <laughs> give you a bit more there but yeah yeah all right well lucy any final words no just thank you so much for joining us i really appreciate you taking time out of your sunday afternoon nap to uh, <laughs> to come and chat to us for an hour or so no it's been really fun it's nice to meet you virtually mm -hmm. yeah and thank you guys it's been it's been really lush kind of uh talk to you guys about the witcher and, and and something that we've all been really passionate about and it's it's so nice to kind of chat to to people who are um invested in it and and passionate about it too so it's it's it's, it's been it's been really fun thank you all right thank you again for being here and anybody else again who is a first timer here check out all our links below all the discord instagram all that fun stuff again we're going to be covering hbo's the last of us from now on and after that uh, who knows? We'll worry about that in March. We tend to do things day to day, week to week here. So until next time, I uh, will see you.